Welcome to Investing in You, presented by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, a show where we explore and discuss topics relating to finance, community, and life. On this episode of Investing in You, we have Dave Larson in the studio. Dave is President CEO of Affinity Plus, a position he has held since 2013. Prior to this, he served as Senior Vice President of Affinity Plus for nine years. As CEO, Dave led the efforts to strengthen and rebuild the credit union. The success and organizational culture built at Affinity Plus led to Dave's 2018 recognition by the Star Tribune as top CEO among large companies and Minnesota 500's list of most powerful business leaders in Minnesota. Under his leadership, Affinity Plus was named a top 150 workplace and designated best credit union in Minnesota by Forbes. Dave has a genuine care for the employees, the credit union's members, and the communities that Affinity Plus serves. He is the board chair of the Minnesota Credit Union Foundation and serves on the board of directors for Special Olympics Minnesota. On this special episode, we explore the intersection of community and culture at the organizational level. Hope you enjoy. So welcome to the show, Dave. Thank you. Glad to be here. So one of the many events that we have every year is our All-Employee Day gathering. Uh, and one of the major components of that day is spent talking about culture and how it's so fundamental to who we are and what we do. And this focus on culture extends to the very first day someone walks through the door uh, at Affinity Plus. You make a point of meeting every new employee during new hire orientation and sharing a bit of your personal story as well as the organization's. From a cultural perspective, uh, what do you hope these new coworkers take away from this? Well, I think the most important thing that I want them to take away is understand who we are as an organization. And we could show charts and graphs of deposit growth or loan growth or insurance penetrations, and I, I just don't believe that that's who we are. It's part of what we do, but... Uh, I always say banking is what we do, but people is who we are. So the the new employee orientation or their first day when I spend uh, two hours with every new employee or almost every new employee, sometimes there is a a challenge with me traveling or something, but it's pretty rare. I uh, spend that two hours with employees to really kind of indoctrinate them to where do I work? Uh, What is this place all about? Obviously, they've checked out our website and they've interviewed and they've heard about the organization, but I really want them to get a flavor from me at a senior level that this is who we are. This is what you should expect in working here as an organization. This is what you should hear about. This is what you shouldn't hear about. And to me, what really drives our success is our as an organization is the culture. So at Affinity Plus, we talk a lot about individual people, member stories, employee stories, to really highlight that the the human is part or is, is who we are. And to me, uh, by really hitting on that initially with an employee, I think is so important. And I think we do a pretty good job with it. And I think when they go out into their various departments or branches, they have their eyes open in terms of what they should expect. So you talked about like sort of leading first as a, as a CEO at that senior level of really espousing what that culture is to new hires. How important do you think it is for any CEO uh, to be living out the cultures and the core values that they espouse? It's paramount, uh, in my opinion, that uh, we demonstrate them, we live them out, 
We embrace them. We talk about them. We talk about them a lot. We talk about them often. We showcase examples of the culture. We showcase examples of the values. Uh, we showcase uh, examples where it's not our values as well. So if you look at some of the things that has gone on uh, within the banking industry, specifically, not necessarily the credit union side, but the bank side and some of the, the antics that you see, we, we will highlight those to say, we, we don't do that. That's not Affinity Plus. And that's not what we believe. Because if you start with, again, that banking is what you do, but people is who you are, and you believe people is really the driver of the organization, we wouldn't be doing some of these things about opening up products and services for people that didn't want those products and services. Because if a person doesn't want that, we're not going to do that. And so to me, it's paramount that we uh, talk a lot about who we are and who what our values are. Uh, so the employees do know that we really are behind it. And uh, to me, any CEO that's not doing that should probably reconsider his or her role. So our organization underwent a culture shift uh, a number of years ago. Uh, and where the organization is now today can in large part be attributed uh, to the culture and values that have been instilled in all of us. Um, what do you feel has made that so special and why we, why we've been able to capitalize on that so well uniquely at Affinity Plus? I'd answer it kind of two ways. First of all, the employees have embraced it. And I think that that is a huge component. I always say that the employees of Affinity Plus are really the secret sauce. They're the ones that make us go. They're the ones that bring the results. I obviously play a role in communicating that and, and, and engaging the staff in that. But they're really the ones who bring it day to day for our members and for each other. And I think the reason for it is, is what we're communicating. It's compelling. It's about people. We Again, we don't get up and say, hey, we want to we wanna double our stock price or we want to grow bottom line revenue by 20%. I don't really think today in, in business people really are uh, all that engaged in that. It's not that there aren't people out there that aren't looking for that, but what I see in our employee base and who we are hiring are a lot more mission-driven type people or purpose-driven uh, type individuals. And so uh, when you look at that and you kind of you evaluate what, what do we have here and what do we think will work here, we've really felt that that messaging uh, w- would work and we believe it has worked. You know, do we, do we change things up a, a little bit here and there? Yeah, but not too much. And I think it really is uh, a powerful testament that what we're saying the employees are engaging with and what the employees are saying back we're engaging with as well. And to me, that's a, it's a winning combination. So culture defending plus obviously very huge uh, and very important to us all. Uh, and we're so spread out. We got 30 plus locations across, across the state. Um, how do you keep that culture alive? Yeah. I mean, it's a great question. I think that to me, how we keep that alive is we get out and we see our employees and we talk to them and we connect with them and we look for different opportunities to collectively come together as an entire organization or with a department or a branch or something like what I call lunch with Dave, which about about once a month I sit down with a group of employees, maybe 10, 12 employees, and ask them about how are things going, what's going on, what's going well, what do you like, what don't you like, what are the hot rumors that you're hearing in the organization that concern you? 
but really try to be present. We tried uh, in 2019 to bring a lot more video in the organization, and I think we've done a pretty good job with that. We're obviously trending in the right direction with that. But I really try to identify what are touch points that we can really showcase, again, our culture and and talk about our culture with our employees. And so that involves getting out to our different branches. You know, I always at the end of every year, every year say, I wish I would have been in more of our locations uh, than, than I actually have. But I try to, you know, call our employees on a five-year anniversary or a 10-year anniversary and, and talk to them about what's it like to work at Affinity Plus. And, you know, we appreciate what you do. And again, that all-employee meeting that we have once a year is a, is a great opportunity to interact with the 550 employees. Plus at Forward Day, I always choose a different community to go and be part of that. And again, our senior staff as well is out in doing the same thing that I'm doing. And we just really believe in talking and, and being with and going to dinner with. Uh, tomorrow night, I'm having dinner with a branch, uh, uh, a pizza party. And, uh, you know, obviously it's a celebratory cause, but we'll talk about what's going on at Affinity Plus. How are things going? What's What do you like? What don't you like? And to me, that's a really, really key piece is I want to hear from our employees on what they think is going well and what they don't think is going as well, because they are a lot closer to the action than I am. And do you think the, you mentioned sort of the not-for-profit business model, do you think that's kind of an ethos that's readily lived out, is that you really want to know what what your employees are, what what are they thinking, what's going on in the communities, uh, because it's in line with kind of how you're running the business? Yeah, I I definitely think that the not-for-profit status Again, it's not a nonprofit, so we want to make a profit, but we're not a for-profit. So we're not driven by only profit, which is what you see so much in business today. And to me, I don't even know that style-wise, leadership-wise, I would really do well in that environment because I'm more of a community, I'm more of an employee engagement. Obviously, our results have been phenomenal, but I, I, I think it'd be awkward for me to work for an organization that was like, okay, you need to double our profit in the next two years or something like that. Because to me, how I'd go about that is engaging people, and typically it's pricing and, and things like that. So really the, the not-for-profit makeup for me as a leader serves me really well because I know every day that I'm not working for a board who represents our members that's saying, drive more profit for this organization. We have shareholders out there that are demanding uh, a greater return. Well, our shareholders are our members, and they are e- they have equal ownership in the credit union. So we're trying to run the credit union well because then that better uh, benefits them in the form of better pricing on deposits and better pricings on loan. And to me, that's a really neat side of credit unions. And then the reality is not enough people know about credit unions, but if, if you can take some time to really kind of listen to what who we are and what we do, it's a really, really great place to do your banking. Yeah, definitely. And speaking of that mission-driven uh, statement, and this last All-Employee Day event that we had, we had a panel that featured four small business entrepreneurs who uh, shared how they're actively making an impactful difference uh, in their respective communities. But to, as you've mentioned, we've kind of been at the vanguard uh, ahead of the curve in this respect. Um, can you talk a little bit about where the idea for Plus It Forward Day came from and where you'd like to see it go? Yeah. Uh, so Plus It Forward Day is always one of our, I guess, most fun days of the year. I think most days are fun, but maybe our most fun, one of them. And that's where we uh, close the credit union down and all 549 now, I guess, employees Go out in the community, and really the whole idea is just do good. 
there's really no rules. There's no really process. It's just, let's just go in the community and do good. Obviously, if we're going into a school, we need to contact the school or going to a firehouse. We need to do some process of engagement there. But overall, the whole idea is let's just go out in the community and let's just do good. Let's have a day of just total meaning. Not that we don't have other days or most days at Affinity Plus with that, but that's one day that we really dedicate to that. And really the whole idea was uh, let's just try this and kind of see how this goes. And initially we did it on a Saturday and there were some challenges with it. And so we looked to uh, a banking holiday, which was uh, Columbus Day, or, and uh, we thought that that might work better. And in fact, it did. And it, we, it went way better than we than we expected. And we had a lot more excitement and engagement than we really expected with it. And so it continued to evolve. And a few years into it, uh, we invited other credit unions in our state to participate in it. And last year, I think we had 55 uh, credit unions, almost half of the credit unions in the state of Minnesota are now participating in this day. We have some vendors and partners that are also participating in this day. I think there's two other states now that are participating in it, as well as some a host of other credit unions across the country. And where would I ultimately like it to go? Where would I love it to go? Is that every credit union in the country uh, would close down on that day and really just have a day of kindness or a day of doing good. That, to me, would be awesome. You're now a board member for Special Olympics, and that's a cause that you're very passionate about. What is it about the either the mission or that organization specifically that resonates so much with you? It's the inclusion that really resonates with me. Uh, very non-judgmental. Uh, just very, very pure. And I just... I got engaged with Special Olympics a number of years ago, and I can honestly tell you I haven't ever had a real kind of experience where I'm like scratching my head like, why are they doing that or what's going on here? I'm constantly getting way more from them than I believe I'm even offering to them. And so to me, I just I find a lot of inspiration in Special Olympics Minnesota and what they're doing with... uh, this kind of unified movement in schools to me is just awesome. I think it's gonna it's teaching away with the our up and coming generations. Our, I, my kids at their school are involved in unified athletics, and I'm proud of them. And I just love what they're doing, where they're bringing uh, individuals with intellectual disabilities together with mainstream students, and really just. Uh, competing together and uh, it's just an awesome experience for everybody involved and you know we live in a world today where there's a lot of division and I just what I see with Special Olympics Minnesota is just a ton of inclusion and to me I'm inspired by that and I think it resonates well with what we're trying to do as a credit union as well. Yeah I mean just the the barrier um, barriers that are put up unnecessarily and the new generation coming up is just they don't they don't see any of that people are just people and I totally agree it's, with you. That's awesome. Yeah. So how many years now have you plunged for Special Olympics? This will be my seventh plunge for Special Olympics. Seventh plunge. So obviously it's a cause that's near and dear to your heart. Can you elaborate a little bit more on your personal experiences with that? Yeah. It, it, it's something that I'm really um, driven uh, toward. And where it stems from is my mom who uh, spent her entire career as a teacher, uh, worked with kids with intellectual disabilities. And specifically where she spent a lot of her time was with reading. And uh, there would be students that were uh, brought to her because people had claimed that 
this child can't read and won't be able to read. And she always said to us, I can teach any child to read. And I think she did. I mean, I, right, you know, I was growing up, so I wasn't like evaluating that performance, but I got really kind of intrigued by kind of that uh, tenacity. And uh, she, I think, was ahead of her time in terms of kind of uh, saying everyone should be given equal opportunity within our school system. And uh, that was probably bestowed upon me. Uh, both my parents were teachers, and uh, kind of the no child left behind was something that I think they were thinking about long ago. And so, uh, you know, uh, my mom would tutor in, in the summer uh, kids at her house, and uh, I just would watch her work with them, and I was really touched by it. And so my mom passed away uh, actually a number of years ago now, and I was looking for ways to kind of give back and get involved in some things kind of in her memory or in her honor. And I uh, got more and more intrigued kind of at the Special Olympic side of things. And that's kind of uh, kind of how maybe I ended up uh, on the board of Special Olympics. But uh, when I plunge, it's, it's, it's one day a year that I do it. But uh, it's always a, a neat day because I'm so inspired by the athletes that are there and uh, their courage uh, to share with me how many times they've plunged compared <laughs> to how many times I've plunged. But it's also uh, a moment for me to kind of reflect on some memories of my mom. So speaking of community, do you have a recent memory that sticks out in your mind of an interaction that you had in one of the communities that we're present in? Yeah, you know, one time uh, during Plus It Forward Day, we were obviously out in the community that day, and we were up in St. Cloud, and there had been kind of a horrific situation in a mall. I think there was a kind of an active shooter, and uh, people were kind of staying away from the mall. And so the St. Cloud team wanted to go back into the mall and kind of acknowledge the workers in the mall who had been through kind of a, you know, a, a difficult situation. And so we were walking around the mall, and we were, you know, giving different gifts to people or a gift card or just, you know, something to them to try to cheer them up a little bit. And I approached this uh, woman uh, and uh, was going to give her something. And my shirt said, obviously, Affinity Plus on it. And uh, she saw my shirt and she just like lit up with excitement, like, oh, my gosh, Affinity Plus. I baked there. I love that place. And like she didn't really equate that. I was with Affinity Plus, and right. this is what we were doing. The biggest fan. Yeah, and she was just, like, so excited, and she's like, can we take a selfie? And I said, oh, well, I, you know, I work there. And she's like, oh, do you work in St. Cloud? I'm like, no, I work in St. Paul. And she was like, well, why are you here in, in St. Cloud? So I kind of explained what we were doing, and she's like, well, what do you do there? I'm like, well, I'm the president and CEO. And she's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. She was so, like, excited. And she's like, I love Affinity Plus. I love the credit union. I just love what you do. And it was just, you know, it was a really cool moment, obviously, but it was just a great reminder of why we do what we do. That this to me is banking was what we do, but people is who we are. And here it was this person who was so excited about Affinity Plus, so excited about the credit union. We're out in the community. It just really resonated with me like, hey, this is why we do what we do. And let's keep doing this because when you see that type of reaction, something's working. Yeah, I mean, that that's the end goal right there. That's the payoff of, of focusing on that community and culture aspect is that you, you have people stopping you in the mall wanting selfies. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, so I guess in that vein here, we'll, we'll close it out with if someone sees an opportunity to make a difference in their community, but maybe they're 
a tad hesitant to act on it. They really wonder, well, can one person truly make a difference? What words of advice or encouragement would you give them to, to take the plunge, as it were? Take a step would be my advice. And by that, I mean, try it. Just do it. Uh, give it a shot. I mean, those those would be kind of my my words of advice. Sometimes that's not the most or doesn't present the most clarity of what do I do? But I think that something I've learned over my own career is like things aren't really handed or fully developed in terms of when they work out really well. There's a lot more gray with it. There's a lot more kind of curiosity about something in terms of all this structure and all of it laid out perfectly. And so if you or anyone has an idea that they think they can get involved in something or do something to make their community better, I always say they have the vision. They, they know what they want to do with it, so go for it is kind of my view. I think sometimes like even in, in our business, an employee will have an idea and kind of bring it forward. And it's like, can I do this? And my, my mindset, I mean, we can't do everything, but my mindset typically is, yeah, do it. But I don't really truly understand what you want to do. You understand what you want to do. So why don't you run with it versus me saying, I'll take it and I'll try to implement it because it's your idea. So if you see something in your community, your neighborhood, whatever it might be that you say, hey, I think this is a good idea. My advice is go for it. Just get after it and figure it out as you go along. Exactly. Definitely. Well, it's great to have you in the studio to talk about this the subject, the passion for the organization, and also for the communities that our organization serves. Um, I feel it's definitely a blueprint for other leaders out there to to follow. Only only good things can come of it. I agree, and thank you very much. It's awesome to be here, and I'm glad we're doing this. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of Investing in You. We hope you found it informative and inspirational. Special thanks to Minnehaha Recording Studio for use of their amazing facility. If you'd like to revisit any part of the episode, check out the show notes on our website at affinityplus.org. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and you'll be notified as soon as new episodes are released. And we'd love to hear from you. Tell us what you thought about the episodes and what you'd like to hear on future episodes by connecting with us on social media. We'll be back with our next episode, but until then, keep investing in you. Affinity Plus is federally insured by the NCUA.